Welcome to Gut Wisdom, a show about work, life, and how to succeed in both. It's radio that resonates. Now, here are your hosts, Deirdre Koppelman and J.G. John Gassman. Is it possible to stimulate your mind in such a way that any setback that you're experiencing, be it a physical or emotional setback, can we really squash and make them disappear? Coming up tonight, you'll meet Jim Curtis, the author of The Stimulati Experience, and Jim has developed transformational skills that he learned from fighting his own chronic health condition for over 20 years. That's amazing. Jim has had, I don't know, what would you call it, a prolific career in the health publishing industry? I'd say so. He's helped form leading health sites, including uh, sites like WebMD. That's, a big, fa- that's mm-hmm. a big one for all of us, right? A favorite, absolutely. Everyday Health. Remedy Health Media, which he'll share a little bit more about. So with Jim's help tonight, listeners, we're all going to learn the wisdoms uncovered in his journey to health and how he can help each one of us. And more than that, listeners, you'll have a chance to win a free signed copy of Jim Curtis's book, The Stimulati Experience. So we're coming back with more more info on how you can do that, wisdoms on how you can live a healthier life. Um, sort of squash those setbacks, get past the setbacks. And I'm excited about that because listeners, as you know, I'm back. I'm, I'm pretty much almost fully recovered from my own most recent traumatic health condition. And uh, as Jim and I were just speaking in the studio, there's no question I am a believer that our minds totally control um, our decisions. And I only know that because I've made a conscious decision to do things differently going forward. And so far, it's been 30 days and I'm there. But the wisdoms that Jim will share with us, I think are much more prolific than even what I can share. So stay tuned. Coming up, be right back. WCBS. Delays of two hours plus. With drive time traffic every five minutes, live from Chopper 880. We're just getting the first look here. Plus all the latest news. Several buildings have been evacuated. WCBS News Radio 880. During the holiday season, it seems like many of us have I don't know, I want to call it stress and anxiety. I bet we can all agree these feelings pop up throughout the whole year as well. And how do we stay happy and calm in our heads and stay healthy? Or better yet, how do we get healthy if we aren't? That's the magic question. I'm Deirdre Koppelman here with your co-host, John Gassman. Hello, JG. Howdy. Hey there, and you're listening to Gut Wisdom. Joining us tonight in studio is author, public speaker, business coach, and health publishing expert... Ready? Drum roll. Jim Curtis. And some of you may not know who Jim Curtis is, but I can tell you, if you stay tuned, you're going to be like, I I need to know Jim Curtis. <laughs> well, he's going to share some amazing stories, very emotionally charged stories about his own personal journey mm. and that of others that will inspire all of us to think differently about achieving the best health, happiness, with purpose. Yeah, and hopefully, and you know, intention. let's pay it forward and share it with others. Talk about a great holiday gift. So welcome, Jim. How Hi, are Alex. you? How are you? I'm great. Hi, Jim. Thanks for having me here. This Thank is very you. exciting. It is. Excellent <laughs> So, so you, yeah, we have a good time. Wait, yeah. this is yeah. just the beginning. Do you yeah. want a donut? We have lots of donuts that we brought. Thanks to Marty Davidoff and his partner Robin yeah. and Andrew Parody. That listeners, was great. Listeners, please. I would like five donuts. Don't. So, so <laughs> Martin Davidoff sent JJ. Martin Davidoff, and his team and his and partner his team Robin. sent JJ yeah. a ton of you know what. 
donuts because yum, JG yum. loves donuts. Now, uh, just for the record, listeners, I have that makes to me like, happy. That's that right. stimulates me. There we'll you talk go. about that. I happen to like <laughs> vanilla frosted cupcakes in case anybody is interested. I'll that's what some. makes me happy, but uh, not necessarily healthy. Yeah. So, Jim Curtis, we have a ton of questions for you because that's what we do, JG, and I love to get the wisdoms from every guest so that Good. we can bring valuable content I'll bring the questions I love to the, the listeners. Questions. So, JG, you're up. What's your question? So, uh, we were thinking about this earlier, Jim, and by way of background, we're always curious to know how our guests got on their specific paths, their own life journey. So can you share with all of the listeners tonight what changed your world a little over 20 years ago when you were just a young 20-year-old kid? Mm. Well, I've, I've always been a storyteller, so I think storytelling is something that has been with me throughout my entire life. So whether it's been with creating documentaries of Remedy Health Media or writing this book, The Stimuli Experience, about storytelling, but what really was the catalyst to this was about 20 years ago. I was living in Cape Cod in a small garage on the beach. Mm. And um, you know, we were we were being 20-year-old kids on Cape Cod in a small garage on the beach. But <laughs> one day I woke up and I got into the shower and it was after um, a night where I had crashed my bicycle and went flying into the street. And I got into the shower and I couldn't feel hot water on my left foot. Mm. And I said, you know what? This must be... The bike accident. This must be me crashing my bike in the sand near the beach. Um, well, after a month, the numbness had moved up my leg. And Oof. then after a few months, I was in so much pain all the time that I went and I just told my mother. You know, my mother's an ER nurse in, uh, in Boston Medical Center. So she didn't get rattled in anything. She's seen the worst of the worst. I'm you know, sure, in the Boston. ER. Yeah. yeah. So I told my mother, you know, you know, I, my foot went numb, and now it's been a month later, and I've had these headaches and terrible things, and it's moved up to my waist, the numbness. Oof. And she freaked. Yeah, what a surprise. So <laughs> if I was your mother. <laughs> you would have been scolded and yelled at and beaten I, no, and silly. I, I, may have, uh, I may have freaked out a little bit yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah, which made me a little bit nervous. So we went to get an MRI, and what it showed is that it wasn't a bike accident. I actually had lesions on my spinal cord huh. that were growing. Huh. Uh, but they didn't really know what had caused those lesions. They couldn't. They couldn't. So, over the next few months to a year, we looked for a diagnosis, and we went all over everywhere, uh, and we couldn't find one. You know, maybe multiple sclerosis, maybe Lyme's disease, maybe it was an astrocytoma, maybe those lesions were tumors. Couldn't figure it out. Wow. Yeah. So, meanwhile, I kept getting worse, all the way to the point where I woke up one day and I couldn't walk. Oh my. Mm. Oh. And that really started me on a journey because. Um, I was an athlete, and I was a s strong, a strong man, and my life had just changed so dramatically from overnight. this persona. Oh, I just got the chills overnight. Oof. So I didn't know who I was anymore, and what I did, going to all these different hospitals and seeing all these different people, and and finally, how did I get walking again? Although I walk with a limp, and I also have pain. And so, how how did I get from an illness mindset to? A mindset of there's nothing that can stop me. I can manifest anything. Seriously. Um, was over 20 years. Anytime someone says, I got a guy for you. You're someone you should see, someone you should talk to. I said, yes. Yes. Should, who is it? And I was fortunate enough where I could go and see these people. Right. Um, everyone from Ecuadorian shaman to grandmasters of kung fu to Reiki specialists to muscle activation therapy to I uh, got to meet the head of neurology at Johns Hopkins and became friends with the head of psychology at Johns Hopkins at huh. well, Dr. Adam Kaplan. So 
there was a number of people I got to meet all over the world, about 200. So at any point over the last 20 years, even though this wasn't my planned question, mm-hmm. and this is sort of how it goes here. Good. Um, did you ever feel like you were in the victim mode? Um, the, the, the why this this happened? Why did this possibly happen why to did me, the, victim mode? Ha- why, why me? Yeah, why, oh, me? My, why me? Well, okay. well he, let me, let me That's just... a good question. Well, yeah, so let me just be even more Broad articulate, n- right? So... You're 20 years old. You've just gone through this this story with us, and it gave me the chills, listeners. I don't know about you, but I can't even imagine. I remember being 20 years old and doing dance marathons, and I can't imagine waking up and, and, and over a course of 18 months not being able to actually walk and then going through a series of, you know, gosh knows how many tests, how many doctors trying to figure out a diagnosis. And, you know, now it's 20 years later, and you are... I would say extremely accomplished, you know, not just one company, you. uh, you're Multiple, welcome, sure, you know, not just career. one company, you know, helping to develop uh, the WebMD site and, and not just the entrepreneur and the author. I mean, you are extremely successful. So the and victim, highly evolved, highly evolved, true in the, in the mind. Good, good point. So my question about the victim mode is, you know, over the last 20 years, have you felt so vulnerable that, you know, these circumstances are out of your control? You still don't have answers as to why mm-hmm. you are like this. You do have a limp. You you limp every day. So obviously you're living it. It's visible. I don't know if you're in pain or not. But do you feel bad for yourself ever? No. I, you, you know, I, I believe in the victim. The, I, I know what you're talking about when you say that. And I, I believe I, you can identify it with someone like, well, you know, why is this happening to me? Right. And I, I believe that there's a second story there. And it's, I deserve this. Sh- I deserve this. You know, there's a real shame and guilt saying, I'm sick for a reason. I deserve this. Oh. Uh, and I'm not going to go and figure out how to get better. Oh. So it, it wasn't more like, um, oh, boy, wh- wh- why did this happen to me? It's more of a, uh, a, like a, a shameful self Like maybe you saying, did something wrong. I deserve this. I'm bad. That's so interesting, Mm -hmm. and I can relate to that, and I wonder if our listeners can relate to that, because as I've shared with you, Jim, and I've shared with our listeners, um, I have PKD. It's polycystic kidney disease. Is it the worst thing in the world? Do you see it? Actually, no. Oh, hidden diseases are even worse. You can't look at me and say that I'm anything other than hopefully the picture of health, because nobody would ever know based on the hours that I work, the things that I do, the places I go, the friends that I keep. You would have no idea. But yet... I was told this when I was 26 years old, and basically there's no cure for this. Mm-hmm. It's that you're, I've been given a sentence, and I will say, what to add on to what you said that's so relatable is that, one, I would agree, so I've never felt like a victim. I've not let it define me in terms of woe is me. I will say I can relate to the, I must have done something terrible in a previous life that this has been what's given to me. That was one of my stories. I, I went to a grandmaster of Kung Fu that he was an energy healer, and he said, boy, you know, I think you did something terrible in the last, in the last life. And right. I said, wow, that really resonated <laughs> with me. I, I, I took that story and made it my own. <laughs> I would tell people I did something terrible in the last life. I'm but, a terrible like, person. Right, so, <laughs> but, but even worse than that, you can also become, and I did this when I was younger, a little self-sabotage. 
right? Totally. I, like, I, I let's smoke cigarettes. Let's do some bad things. Let's let's let's, let's, let's not take care person. of ourselves because yeah. you know what? Who cares? I'm already I'm already damaged. So how why? about those relationships that right? really you know are not good for you? So interesting. Yeah. So not the victim. But definitely, I must have done something to deserve this. So how do you get out of that? Help us, because I am sure, listeners, I am sure, you must be sure, if you have a something, and we know we all have a something. We all got something. Right? I wonder how many of us actually feel like maybe we did something bad. Maybe when something bad, you know, you ever hear that book, When Good Things Happen to Bad People? You know, when bad things happen, do we think we did something? We must have done something to make that, right? Mm -hmm. How do we get past that? Well... We talk about that a lot. First, it's awareness, right? This is a very high-level conversation we're having, like, super aware. Like, how could you even say, no, I'm not feeling like a victim. I'm feeling shameful. I should deserve this. Uh Like, to even get to that conversation, you have to, like, really be introspective and do some work. Yeah, you've got to deep. Yeah, and you have to be vulnerable enough to say it. Like, I'm now vulnerable enough to say, I self-sabotage myself and deserve to be ill, which is not true. Right. You know, not true, and I don't believe it anymore, but, like, vulnerable enough to say that's the place that I was. Or <sighs> and aware enough to say, I'm being a victim, or uh, I'm being shameful, or, or I'm being, you know, fearful, or... Angry, um, resentful. Or here's the key one. That that mm. that I think I is can't the even... building block what? of everything wrong with people. Oh boy, here it comes, listeners. It is your sense of adequacy. I believe that most people feel completely inadequate. Inadequate. And what does that relate to? Like everything. Confidence, self-esteem. I'm sick for a reason because I'm not good enough to be healthy. Mm. Uh, I'm a victim because I'm not adequate enough to be strong i'm not in a relationship because i'm not adequate enough to be loved oh boy you know like (laughs) (laughs) whoa (laughs) whoa i know it's saturday night and our listeners are like what's the traffic on the gwb and (laughs) how long is it going to take me to get to my cousin's house and you know and what are we listening to so here's (laughs) the good news once you realize that you can change it Totally. Okay, so I want you to hold that thought because, well, Jim is going to get, so you're going to tell us how to change that, right? How to change those thought processes. Not yet because we have to come, we have to stop for one second. So listeners, listen up. We're coming back with more wisdoms from Jim as a gut wisdom gift. If you're one of the first five listeners to email me at dk at gutwisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M.com. Uh, you'll get a copy of Jim's new book, The Stimulati Experience. Remember, please, no texting, no emailing when you're driving. Coming up, Jim's going to tell us how to get out of that mindset because he did it himself. He did it himself. And I'm curious because I can get out of it, but sometimes I fall back into the, well, I don't really deserve that. Mm. Even this show, we're on the radio. We have listeners that write and say, this is amazing. You're amazing. We love you. And I, I can't own it. I can't embrace it because I'm just like, but just me. Who am I? Who am I? Exactly. Oh, answers to that and more. Stay tuned. More drive time traffic. A collision approaching the Tappan Zee Bridge. More often. Triborough Bridge is the problem. Weekday mornings and afternoons on WCBS 880. You're never more than five minutes away from the latest traffic news. A lot of volume across the upper level now at the uh, GWB. When you need to know, we've got you covered. Inbound Midtown Tunnel, there's a stall past the toll. Traffic and weather together, plus the new bridge and tunnel update. Only on New York's traffic station, WCBS News Radio 880. 
Shame, anger, resentment. Oh, my. That's worse than like lions, tigers, and bears. Oh, my. Oh, my. Tough feelings to deal with. But what about the feelings of feeling inadequate or feeling like you don't deserve something good or feeling, you know, I have this illness because I deserve the illness or I don't deserve to be healthy. So I'm Deirdre Koppelman. We're back. You're listening to Gut Wisdom here with your co-host, John Gassman, a.k.a. J.G. And if you're just tuning in, you are in for, I hope you're not sitting in too much traffic, but I will tell you, you're going to get some good radio tonight. We have Jim Curtis in the house here with us. Jim has been featured in the New York Times, Bloomberg, WebMD, and other very, very prestigious outlets, inspiring people to live better. Why? Because he's done it himself, Mm -hmm. for himself, when faced with his own medical crisis. And we can all learn from each other, and that's what Gut Wisdom is about. So, Jim, we're so happy to have you here. I'm I'm even more happy to be here. Ah, even more segment as the night as the night is going on. Right, right. So, I have a question. He's done it for himself, but has he done it by himself, or do you need others to help you sort of get out of this? That's a great question. Um, It starts with you. You definitely need because you said awareness. Awareness. It starts with you, but that's. What the book, The Stimulati Experience, the stimulati is a Latin word to stimulate. And mm. I call the people that have that power, that ability to get near when they're near you, they... they Inspire they, or motivate or... Yeah, they really ignite you. They totally. ignite your thinking, your passion, your desire, your motivation, your purpose. They bring and, out the best in you. Yeah, and you really need those people. And, and they don't have to be... You know, the next big guru that has 7,000 people in the audience. They there could, you, go. you know, they could be... Your the counselor, the neighbor, it's someone near you that is just able to fire you up. It's about connection. So 20-some-odd years ago, listeners, if you're just tuning in, uh, Jim found himself as a 20-year-old, uh, probably very handsome guy because you're pretty cute now, um, with, with a situation <laughs> where, uh, oh, no sexual harassment, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Had to get something relevant and current in. Um, don't, don't come after me in 10 years. No, no. Just kidding found himself in a situation where after what he thought um, was a result of a bicycle accident, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, over the course of 18 months, starting with not, you know, with being numb uh, in your foot, not being able to feel hot water to a point over 18 months where you couldn't walk and searching for answers and a diagnosis. And it's 20 years later. And, you know, we talked about, so that's just catching listeners up. The questions are, did you feel like a victim at any point? But then you brought up a really good point, too. And it's one of the biggest problems and challenges you think most of us have, right, is deserving. Is that is that what you would? Yeah, your adequacy. You know, deserve, do I deserve it? And that leads to, am, am I worth it? Am I good enough for it? Which is adequacy. So did you, so how do you, how, help us, give us wisdoms. It's gut wisdom. Mm-hmm. How do how do we how do any of us break through? How do you the, deal with it? You know, n- do I own it? Can I own it? Do I deserve it? Or I don't deserve that. Right. It's too good for me. Right, right, right. Which I think you know, that even if love you're not is saying too that good. Loud, right, that love is too good for you me. You may unconsciously be thinking it's, it's subconsciously or consciously. Yeah. <laughs> and so I guess everybody wants to know how do you get out of that. How, how do, do you, you stop that? How do you stop it? How do you become adequate? Tell us. Well, I can't wait. 
I'm, I'm going to start existentially, and then I'm going to get to actual some specifics you can do. Okay. okay. But, hey, guess what? you got to surrender to the fact that you feel inadequate. Mm. Stop saying, oh, I'm good. I'm good. There's this thing I call survival mode. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Oh, I'm this good. Su- survival mode. How you doing? Oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good when you're dying inside because no one wants to hear that, oh, I'm dying inside. So there's that. Interesting. People used to ask me when I was sick, how you doing? And I, and I, I'd always say, you can't hurt Superman. Huh. Yeah, that was basically me, me saying, go take a high, go take, there's no way I'm going to get vulnerable enough with you to actually tell you how I'm really feeling. So the first part is, okay. When somebody says, how you doing? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I, well, clearly when you're walking down the streets and it says, hi, how are you? You don't want to spill. Well, sure. <laughs> well, right. let me tell you. But it's <laughs> you all, have a couple of minutes. <laughs> but it's Sit okay. down. I'm it's feeling okay. terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's okay to be vulnerable. No, but the first part is, yeah, be a little vulnerable. Treat yourself with a little less, um, you know, treat yourself like you treat like your son or your daughter, or your older mother. But isn't it almost like the expectations? And again, I'm going to bring in my most recent experience, which was extremely traumatic for me. This, mm-hmm. this operation that I had four weeks ago, literally. And I kept, and there were a lot of complications and I was in the hospital for a week. And, and even the week after that was very, very rough and scary because, you know, all these things were going on and, you know, my family was around me and friends checking in, of course, JG and my team and, you know, and I was stoic. Like I was just so not going to say how I was feeling. I will say at one point, uh, when I went to see a, a doctor of mine who I've known for 26 years, because I, I, I needed to go to somebody who I felt cared. Number one, mm-hmm. not that my friends didn't care, but a professional to, to help me get better. Mm-hmm. I sat in this guy's office and I cried before I even saw him. And then when I saw him, I started to cry again. And it was the first time I was able to articulate and and just say the words, this was the most traumatic experience I've had, and, and let it go. But I couldn't tell that to anybody else. Like, you can't touch me, I'm Superwoman. I'm like, I'm fine, I'm great, all's good, uh-huh, all good. Mm-hmm. Wasn't good. Well, he—he—that's an exact example of a stimulati for you. He was—he allowed—he allowed a breakthrough in you, mm-hmm. and it's not that you have to tell everybody. You have to be vulnerable enough with somebody. You right. needed to release that. You know, how do you get to that point? You start, have to start loving yourself, and that. Mm. Any say, well, wisdoms on had loving yourself? Had how do you know if you do love yourself or you don't love yourself? Well, I guess if you don't love yourself, you do self-destructive you things. Sa- you self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. Look at your behaviors. Uh, yes. What are your behaviors? They're telling you everything. Are you yeah. overeating for some reason? Like mm. packaged processed foods all the time, and you, yeah, you have you have the financial stability to buy better food. Are you smoking? Are you drinking too much? Are you, who are you? Who's in? Who are you in a relationship with? Are they supportive of you? Who are the people around you? Your, your behaviors will tell you exactly a real thermometer of how hot your love is for yourself. Hmm. Listeners, I want to know how hot is your love your for yourself? Thermometer. Yes. <laughs> yes. I Do you down. know? Yeah. That's uh, okay. Yeah. So so keep going. I'm, I'm digging this. All right. Well, you have to do some. You have to do some real. Um, Real searching, right? You have to look at your behaviors. You have to be vulnerable enough to say, this is what's happening with me. Either I'm in victim mode or I'm, I'm feeling a real sense of inadequacy, and that's coming out in what's, what, what I'm manifesting in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, am I getting what I want? 
you know, even though I'm saying it, and if I'm not getting it, why? And mm-hmm. it's perhaps, you know, how are you talking to yourself? Do you look in the mirror and say, Jesus, you look old this morning? Or do you say, huh? you know, you're doing the best you can. Keep it up, champ. You're like, you're, yeah, there you go. Yeah, you're going to have a great day. Today. So, you know, New and, day. And that's kind of funny to say that. But listen, the more positive affirmations that we actually tell ourselves, it's like you know, it's, it builds a new track in your brain. You know, and that I'm helps like, us. I accept myself. I'm good enough to just be what I am today. We had, and it, and I could relate to that. There was years ago, I worked with a fellow named Dr. Dan Schaefer. He was, he was a, you know who he is, I Deirdre. Know. Yes. He's a head coach. He'd get into your head, but he had a lot of golfisms that he would yeah, use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had on the back of his car, Jim, uh, this little saying that you were to say to yourself every day. And what it was is you'd look at it and say, every day I get better, 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 and better. And as corny as that may sound, you do that for 21 days, you know, you start standing up straight and you're mm-hmm. feeling it and you, you believe it. You, you, mm-hmm. you, like, you live it. Yes. And I, I'm telling you, it worked. So yeah. what you're saying is exactly on point that, you know, we have self-talk and it's either, you know, the devil on the one hand or it's the angel on the other hand and it's either good or bad. And, you know, how you talk to yourself is going to impact your day and it's going to manifest in your relationships and so, JJ, how you treat others. Yes, your highness. Do you love yourself? Some days I do and some days I could be self-sabotaging. Yeah. But I think for the most part, you know, I hit the switch. Self-aware. Up. Oh, what are you doing? Pause button and then it's like, "Ooh, new day, new day, new moment, be in the moment." And you move forward. That's why it starts with awareness. Sometimes we're telling totally. ourselves terrible things we don't even realize it. You know, like you need to be, okay, did I just really almost walk into that meeting and say no one's going to listen to me because, you know, I'm not good enough or I don't look good enough or I'm not wearing a tie or something like that? And did did I just say that to myself? Like you got to be aware of it first. So how long, right? Great point. It's 22 years. How how long? How old are you now? 42. So young. 42. (laughs) Younger than us. (laughs) Yes, by 10 years. So 22 years you've been going through, do you have pain? I have a lot of pain. So real, real physical pain. Real physical pain. Right. And you're not addicted to opioids. No, well, <laughs> that's a whole nother book. Right. You know, but there, there was, I don't take opioids or any other drugs anymore because it's an, it's so easy to get addicted. Yes, it is. So I don't take any painkillers or any, I just, I, I, um, sometimes aspirin. Yeah. Um, some, you know, some aspirin, but, um, that's a whole How other story. How are you not angry about your situation? Listeners. He, the wisdom he's about to give. Yeah. Because here's a, ser- you know, smart guy who, who's been suffering. And if he's can, learned to it, overcome is it the okay challenge. To, wait, is it okay to use the word suffering? Yeah. I think we're all suffering mm-hmm. you know, because we're human. Mm-hmm. We're suffering. And you know, the yes. Buddhists say it's a state of samsara. We're uh, all so guess what? And your suffering's not worse than mine, and mine's not worse than yours because we all have minds and egos, and we're all suffering. We're beating ourselves up every day. the The idea is to lower the suffering. And now uh, you're, uh, and no one. I'm not saying that I'm enlightened. That's uh, like the bodhisattva. You know, <laughs> sure, we're, we're not the enlightened <laughs> ones here. I'm not the enlightened ones here. I'm just a guy fighting the fight. So when I can talk about. Um, not loving yourself is because I don't always love myself. Mm-hmm. And if you're not loving yourself every day, the first part is it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's okay. Right. Surrender to it a little bit. Like I understand that this is it 
and I'm going to stop beating myself up about beating myself up. Mm -hmm. You don't want to beat yourself up twice. Mm -hmm. How about now? It's okay. (laughs) See, to me, this is such a a gift um, that you're bringing us. We're giving gifts everywhere. You know, it's the holiday season. Everybody's running around buying gifts for everybody. It's the best gift you you can give. You want them to be meaningful, but what about the gift to yourself? What about the gift to yourself? I just wrote something about that. You did. I'm going on, um, I don't know, Fox News or something. Oh, like, look at that! I'm clairvoyant. I had no idea. Yeah, and like the the first thing is, let's, you know, it's the holiday season. You're going to be totally stressed out, and um, you know, whatever it is that stresses you out, it's like, why don't you just give a gift to yourself? One is, accept that you're going to be stressed out. Your your mother-in-law is going to get you upset. <laughs> there are going right. to be longer oh. lines. Yeah. Everything. And now here's the second part. Take a second out of your day. Do a mini meditation. Do go do something that relaxes you. Something for you. You got to give a gift to you, even if it's a, a walk alone where you tell yourself, "I'm good. Yeah. Uh, I accept myself as I am. I'm not perfect, and that's okay." Yeah. Well, hold, hold that thought because, listeners, we have a gift for you. If you're one of the first five to email me tonight uh, at dk at gutwisdom g u t w i z d o m dot com, not while you're driving. Uh, you will get a signed copy of Jim's book, The Stimulati Experience, uh, that has, of course, things that we're talking about tonight, but so many, many more wisdom. So that's one gift that you can give yourself. You can just email me, and you could be one of the first five to get that. That's one. Oh, what's your second one you have in your bag of tricks? Uh, second, Felix well, so the cat. <laughs> oh, remember Felix the cat? Yes. So here's something that's interesting. A listener, his name is Tim Roden, uh, wrote in, not wrote in, wrote in to me <laughs> and had heard our My Success platform uh, business about helping millennials with career choices and being able to articulate yes. and understand and be more self-aware. And he actually wrote in and said, do you have any gift certificates? I'd like to give, I can't say who, just in case that person's listening. And P.S., we have gift certificates uh, to help those of you. Oh, that's nice. Uh, maybe you want to give them away as a, as a holiday gift, so you can email me about those as well. And, and what do they lost, get? What do they get? They get some kind of a career service, a personalized career coach. Yes. We have the Rocket Resume. We've got Interview Insights where we'll do mock interviews. Right. Um, and really, it's for any age, but it's a gift. And they yes. gain self-awareness. Well, self-awareness is the key. It, I mean, we uh, talk about self-awareness you. with almost every single guest on Gut Wisdom because in leadership, in life, for us and for others, it, if we are not self-aware first, that's the root. How can we help another person? How can we understand a purpose? How can mm-hmm. we? How can we remain focused? How do we improve? How do we grow? How do we learn? How, right? do, we, how do we do anything? How do we do anything without self-awareness? But we've got more coming up with Jim Curtis. So stay tuned. Get the news you need whenever and wherever you need it. Follow WCBS on Twitter and like us on Facebook. You can even listen to WCBS on your phone with live streaming and audio on demand with the CBS local app. Stay connected with your favorite news radio station all day long. When you need to know, WCBS has you covered. Tonight on Gut Wisdom, we've been talking with the incredible Jim Curtis. Wow, what an honor to have you on board with us and... uh, Quite interestingly, Indeed. one of your ventures, Remedy Health Media, is already one of Crane's fastest-growing companies. Incredible. Mm. I'm John Gasmina, a.k.a. JG, and we are here with the best host in town, uh-huh. Deirdre Koppelman, on Saturday night. Thank How you, How you, JG. Big D? Wow, it's a good show. This is juicy. I know. It's a highly evolved, in-depth conversation. A lot of soul-searching here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we're Very learning raw. a lot. 
pure, raw, and real, as we say in business. Exactly. We're learning a lot about Jim's expertise in outsmarting your setbacks. Yes. Right? And and he has had his setbacks, and we've all Literally, had our yep. setbacks. And the author of The Stimulati Experience, which has some very serious points in there about how we can all uh, surpass the setbacks, correct? Mm-hmm. That's correct. We're glad you're here, Jim. Yeah, so oh. why don't you kick off a question, Big Okay, Dave? well, you know me with my questions. So <laughs> let's talk about purpose. Purpose? Yes. Okay. You know, everybody's, you know, man's search for meaning. We're all looking, what is our purpose? And uh, I'm sure some of us listening tonight wonder that every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I'm getting closer to not thinking about that anymore and thinking I really do know what my purpose is. But I'm curious, since you talk about it, Jim, in your book, how do we find our purpose? And when we find it, how do we know? And does it change? Because maybe one day you think you're in your zone, you're in your lane, you found your purpose, and poof. Poof. <laughs> can you can it like all of a sudden poof. go away and you're like, uh, I don't it's know. no longer my purpose? That's not really my purpose. So maybe I achieved my purpose and there's a new purpose. Talk exactly. To us, talk like, to us about purpose. Why can I only have one purpose? Thank you. That's ah, my question. That's yeah. good. This is what purpose. It's a funny thing because it creates so much stress and anxiety in people. It's like, oh, no, I don't have a purpose. Right. Or what's how can that be my purpose if this is kind of my purpose? It's like, guess what? You will know when you're in your purpose because you will forget to check your cell phone. Yeah, and and you're, you will not be worried about text or face mail, uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Face mail. <laughs> so, you, here, so you mean I'm not waking up, which I don't do anyway, listeners. I, right. But I do know people who wake up every morning. We actually did an episode on uh, weapons of mass distraction. Right. And that was, uh, you know, this whole social media. Yeah. It's, it's, it creates stress. It does. I think. I think it's great and it creates stress. It's, it's wonderfully terrible. Uh, but purpose creates something in a feeling called flow. And flow is that mm. feeling that there are no distractions. You are not worried about who texted you back. Mm-hmm. You are just in the flow of what you're doing, and that leads to purpose. And there's a, in the book, there's a formula that kind of gets you to health, and purpose is part of it. So here's what I believe. Your purpose can change. You could achieve your purpose. You could have more than one purpose. Um, a, a number of things. So it's, it's how do you find it? And you have to be open to feeling what gives me flow, mm-hmm. and then what gives me the the most feeling of um of contribution. Mm. You know, if you're contributing to someone or something, if you're contributing in a way that you feel that you're driving value from it and you're giving value, that's going to lead you to your purpose. So we talk about a number of ways on how to get there. Right. But, in but the book, The Stimulati Experience, which you and, wrote. And, and, <laughs> yep, yeah, thank you, in the book. But specifically for now, if you're just looking to say, how do I find my purpose? Well, stop stressing yourself out about your purpose, one. Right. <laughs> Two. The second part is do more things that make you forget to check your iPhone and you'll get closer to purpose. Mm -hmm. And three, when you start to contribute, when you start to give out, not look to see what you give in, Mm -hmm. these things are things that reveal what your purpose is. Interesting. So I, I appreciate that. I know our listeners do also. So let's talk about the fact that, and just as to reiterate in case listeners are just tuning in, uh, Jim had a uh, physical and has a physical disability, I right? Do. That's not been diagnosed for over 20 years. You suffer with pain. 
it's visible on the outside that you've got it. Something is wrong, right? I walked into a meeting today with someone I didn't meet, and he said, a lot of soccer this weekend? And I just looked at him, and I was like, oh, he must be talking about the way that I walk with a limp. And I just said, yeah, a lot of soccer. Wow. <laughs> a lot of soccer. You're used to it. Yeah. Yeah, you're used to it. So how? at what point, or was this from the beginning, as a 20-year-old young kid, young guy, at what point did you turn this experience, this this illness, this pain, outwards towards a, your own purpose? Right. As opposed to that, it's all about me. It takes a long time. It's a process. So I was working as a trader on the American Stock Exchange, trading stock options. Interesting. Guess okay. what? Not my purpose. Not I, your I purpose. was a terrible, <laughs> terrible trader. You have to be good at math. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm fine at math. But um, I, I, I made some terrible mistakes. I lost a lot of money for that company. And uh, that wasn't my purpose. And I had to be bold enough to say, although I always wanted to be a trader on the American Stock Exchange, a Wall Street guy, yeah. it's not for me. And they realized that, too. <laughs> I said, hey, thanks for working here, buddy. All good, but this is not your purpose. Yeah, guess what? Then one day I had a terrible trade. I had lost a lot of money. And I um, I went around to everybody on the floor. We were standing up, you know, hand signals. Bang, this yeah, those ago. are the days on the floor. Coming yeah, to yeah, sure. yeah. We were, it was 99% male. Uh, you know, people were betting on different things that were happening. How many Krispy Kreme donuts someone could eat at the IPO of Krispy Kreme? <laughs> people were getting, wow. literally getting sick. And <laughs> I went around, so these were like the, my fraternity job, my fraternity guys. And I went around to everybody and said, listen, I just made a terrible mistake. Hmm. Um, you know, millions of dollars has just been, I'm about to lose my job. People that are about to lose my, you got to for, let me out of that trade. You got to forgive it. Right. Oh, forgive a trade? Yeah. And this is, it didn't go out to the public. This was not an E-Trade trade. This was like on the floor of the exchange. People oh. had made a lot of money on it too. Sure. And I went to 10 people. 10 people let me out of the trade. Really? Sent it to what's known as the DK room. You go in the morning to the, the DK. The DK room? Yeah. Deirdre ah, Koppelman. The Deirdre Koppelman room? <laughs> it's the no. Deirdre Koppelman room, also known as the don't know. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what that trade was. I'm just going to play dumb to that trade. So I realized, you know, okay. What isn't my purpose, this is awareness again, what isn't my purpose is to trade stocks on the floor of the, New York Stock Exchange, you know, the American Stock Exchange. Right. What is my purpose is relating to people in some way. Yes. Mm. So I got into a more entrepreneurial business, which is around health. And because, you know, it's a little bit of synchronicity here, guys. It's because I was able to take that step out of what made me uncomfortable into something that comfortable, more things followed up. So synchronicity, I started to trade I started, I started, I went to work for a, a company I traded called On Health. Mm-hmm. And On Health, all of a sudden I got a desk and I was sitting down and I got to talk to people on the phone and I was in sales and I was really good at it. Mm-hmm. And I, it's like health, it's amazing. And then I, I got to uh, On Health, went to, um, I'm sorry, WebMD purchased On Health. And it wasn't WebMD then, it was like Healthy On, we were just term becoming WebMD. Right. And I got to be one of the founding members, you know, on the early team of WebMD. That's amazing. And, so, and you were loving it. I was loving it, and I got That's to develop uh, a, a part of the business, and it got to really figure out, you know, what's what's happening with health online. It became exciting, and I got to learn to be a businessman. And so, at any point, has your disability, and I and I, I don't want to call it a disability. I have to call it a physical disability because mm-hmm. it's 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 visible, right? I have a disability; nobody can see it. You, has it ever held you You're back something. from getting 
hired? No, I don't think so. <clears throat> Certainly no one would say it. <laughs> right. Certainly no one would say I'm just it. Just curious. No, I don't think so. I think um I don't you know, it's maybe it's held me back from getting some dates. Okay. Well then that's they a real thing. They weren't worthy. Uh, they they were uh, worthy. They yeah, we're not worthy. They were not worthy. They were not worthy. They were not no worthy. way. You're right. you're really something. So, do you trust your gut instinct um, as it pertains to purpose? D- yes, and thanks for bringing me back on track. You, you know, you'll know when you're getting to your purpose, and that whole story about my jobs and everything is based. On, go with your gut. I I agree with that. Yeah, all the time, some of the time, most of the time. Well, when you can trust your gut, some you know, you, I think this. Sometimes your gut will say, no, 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 based on insecurity or fear or a sense mm-hmm. of inadequacy. Um, but yes. when you, you know when you know. How do yeah, our listeners, you, you do know, and I know, uh, you just made a decision for me. You just, you didn't make the decision for me. I knew it. I me. pointed before to you. Did and I you? Said, yeah, this is it. This is, this is the, this is a turning point. This is this the pivot is the and shift. This is for me. Yeah, this was it. And yeah. I know what we're talking about. Yeah. We'll tell you after, but yeah. uh, this is this ooh. is this is the Purpose. sign sealed and delivered for yeah, me. Yeah, the universe just spoke. Yeah, and talk it came. About synchronicity. It, it, it manifested through you, Jim. That you just boom, all right. What is you it? Made the decision. We'll tell you right we'll after. We'll tell the you show. right after so the show. Listeners, sorry, you're not going to know. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. How how do our listeners find you? Number one. Well. um, JimCurtis.us is my website. Okay. Um, also, JimCurtis1 on Instagram. Yes. Or um, JimCurtis38, I believe, on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> and, by the way, listeners, we have five copies of Jim's book, The Stimulati Experience, which, if you're one of the five first five listeners, to email me, not while you're driving. I always say that. I mean it. Please listen. DK at gutwisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M.com. Uh, we'll get you a signed copy of the Stimulati Experience. Uh, and or you can get to Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And what a great gift for yourself during this holiday season when we're all stressed and anxiety and thinking about some things that probably uh, are not helping us be our best healthy self. Yeah. Right? What have, you, what have you learned from this day? There, there are a lot of a lot golden of nuggets um, in this. I would say what one of the things that I would take away from tonight is that we all have a tendency, I think, to not believe that we're worth certain good things. And I would also say mm. that we also all have a tendency that when bad things happen, that maybe there's this inner voice that says, yeah, you well, you deserved it. it. And really separating those two and, and being self-aware mm-hmm. and saying to yourself, well, I don't know about that. Is that true or is that not true? It's probably not true. So that, that self-talk. You know, totally. is yep. is something that I myself will work on. That that's my my takeaway. That's got to be tonight. your yeah. I was I was thinking. I this. mean, I don't own your a gift, lot of things. Exactly, you don't own a lot of things, and you have to give gifts to yourself. Yes, I'm working real, on that. I need to work on that. And you're doing a great. Listen, we all and need we all help. do. And listeners, <laughs> listeners, first... please give a gift to yourself. Thank you. Right. Last week we talked about helping the homeless. If you're in traffic and you're getting to that restaurant, buy an extra meal, give it to a homeless person. We're all about giving, 
but we shouldn't forget to give to ourselves. Give yourself something good. And even if that's the gift of positive self-talk, right? I love that. Right? Give yourself a gift this season. Why not? One day you make a conscious decision that I'm only going to say nice things to myself this day. As awkward as it feels, every time I look in the mirror, I'm going to say something nice to myself. Okay, there you go. That's That's a great wisdom. Let's do that. So um, the podcast version of this episode will be out on uh, probably tonight or tomorrow. We're going to have a blog on our website. If you'd like to get more wisdoms and see the blog, go to gutwisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M.com and you will. And Jim, I I can't thank you enough for being here. Big, big thank you. you. And listeners, thank you for your gut wisdom loyalty. We love you. Uh, partners at WCBS Radio. Thanks for all of your hard work. And of course, your support of Gut Wisdom because we wouldn't be here without you. And it's because of your stories that we are here. So that's true. Give a gift to yourself and love yourself more. Ah, there you go. Till we're back next week, have an amazing Gut Wisdom Saturday night. You've been listening to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. Gut Wisdom comes your way every Saturday night at 7 p.m. on WCBS 880 or anytime at gutwisdom.com. That's wisdom spelled with a Z.